So it's Sunday afternoon and I've so far behaved myself this weekend. I've only had two beers, one wine on Friday night at O'Neill's. And since then, I've been doing all sorts of wholesome activities. I had lentils for dinner last night. I've been to the gym yesterday and today. And I'm trying to avoid temptations. So for the last... Fuck knows. The last couple of weeks, I've known that I've needed to just be in at the weekend. And no Tinder dates and no swiping and temptations and all of this bullshit and I swear to you as soon as I decided that I needed to rein it in and behave the I've just been inundated with with offers and I don't just mean from guys but just offers from friends from guys do this do that let's go here let's go there whenever you're trying to avoid alcohol and sex and anything that you know is not gonna leave you feeling bright and perky on a monday morning at work through lack of sleep too much excitement or too much drinking let's face it generally when you go and meet somebody who you haven't met before you're gonna have a drink it's um it's a given really you're gonna need that little bit of dutch courage or even just you know to liven you up a bit um well and for me anyway going out is drinking it's just our culture not everybody's like that but i certainly am i'm not gonna sit in a pub or wine bar or you know somewhere fancy without a glass of wine in my hand it's not gonna happen so all these temptations kind of come in one package so like there's the the temptation package is penis, alcohol, potentially drugs, partying, late night. That is the danger package. And I opened loads of danger packages all over the summer. Left, right and centre. There was, you know, it was like Christmas, Christmas day for a 30-year-old single girl. Package, 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 package. Everywhere. Didn't give a shit either. Didn't care. I was more than happy opening those presents, even on a Tuesday night. Um, I've, I just thought, well, who's going to tell me not to? <laughs> you go through this stage, especially when you're newly single, where it's like, who who's going to stop me? So you do it. It's like being a child and being left at home for the first time. You've got a cupboard full of snacks. Um, Beavis and Butthead's going to be on in a minute. And your mum and dad don't let you watch it. You're going to watch Beavis and Butthead. You're going to eat all the snacks. So I found becoming single again, it was it was like that. It was like being left alone in my house for the first time as a eleven year old. Um, except that just the snacks changed. So now that I'm trying to avoid these temptations, they're just oh, they're getting even more harsh. Like the devil has got all of his employees on Project Jade. Project stop jade from being wholesome um i I just had an offer to go to a five-star hotel one of the best hotels in london um from somebody i know because they've got a room there um drinks and everything sorted that's that's kind of like everything in one package for me excitement 
five-star hotel, um, alcohol, and I'll already be in town for work. Like Jade a couple of months ago would definitely, definitely, definitely be doing this. I'm not going to lie, I'm tempted right now. It's tempting. But I've been so good, and men only want one thing when they're offering you to stay in a hotel, obviously. <laughs> that sounded stupid, of course. But, you know, what I've learned is sometimes you can think, oh, great, I'm going to get to go to this classy venue and drink some free champagne or whatever it might be. When really and truly, for all of that energy, you could just buy yourself a bottle of wine and have a wank. It's, it's a lot It's a lot easier um, because men are quite demanding. And the thing is, after half an hour, you might be you might just want to go to sleep. That sounded terrible. You might not, but you might. Unless you, like, you're in that mode. And I'm not really in that mode. I was in that mode, but now it's winter time. I've kind of, I'm kind of going into hibernation here. So closing up shop for the winter, for Christmas season. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe I'll come back to life in the spring. Because I, I couldn't resist the temptations in the summer. I really couldn't. But then it depends, I suppose, on what, on what you need, what your desires are at that time. And this is going to sound really boring, but right now I'm quite enjoying having the snooker on, reading my book, and thinking about the vegetable lasagna I'm going to make in a bit. And that concerns me. That That does all sound pretty dull out loud, doesn't it? But I feel like I need this. Because I'm going to repair myself and then I'm going to be back. And then the night's out and the drinking and the mayhem and the excitement. It's all fresh again. It's all new. You kind of feel like you deserve it a bit more. It's just the drink that's the worst thing. But for me, when I'm out, I mean, I went out Friday night and I only had a couple. But mm, it, it's easily tip over the edge when you're a bit of a wino, like I love a drink. So chances are, I mean, imagine I've been wholesome all weekend. I had, I had porridge for breakfast, for fuck's sakes, with Mirabelle plum jam from France. So I'm, I'm that kind of cunt this weekend. And then I went to the gym, and then I went for a beer and burger, but I didn't have the beer in Weatherspoons. I had um, gourmet chicken burger with a coffee. Just smug, smug. And I feel good for it. But then there's these temptations that come along. Wow, I mean, <laughs> how do I refuse? How do, how do I behave now? What do I do? I've got to think about my job. That's what I've got to do. I've got to put that first. That's what's important right now. Prioritise, people. Prioritise. Don't put boys in excitement and champagne above your job. I mean, if, if only we could, right? If only we could, but you can't. You can't. I've got things that I want to do next year. I've got things that I want to do in life, and none of them things are going to happen if I keep getting enticed by penis and alcohol. It's, it's never going to happen. The thing is, when it comes to these nights, you know, indulging in some pleasures with a guy, that isn't a boyfriend. 
then chances are you ain't going to get a lot of sleep. And when you don't know someone that well, you don't really sleep that well when you're with them, do you? You're just half awake all night long. It's never a good sleep, never. Um, if you know someone really well, you do. I mean, there was, there was someone I was dating that actually slept really well in his presence. But I felt like we'd known each other all our lives. It didn't work out. But it really did feel like we'd known each other longer. Maybe in spirit, maybe we were here before. I don't know. I know not everybody digs that and is into that kind of stuff. But I really do think that we've all been here before. And that our souls are reincarnated. And it's not just that I want to believe it. I believe it because what else makes sense when it comes to meeting somebody and you feel completely comfortable with them, safe with them, whereas somebody else you don't because you didn't know them before. And I slept really well, and that's really strange because I've never slept well with a guy that I've slept with that I don't know well. You know, unless it's a boyfriend, someone you've been seeing for a long time and you've passed that comfort point when, you know, you're not too bothered if, you're, if your belly makes a silly sound or if you're heavy breathing a bit too much or you're dribbling a little bit. All of them things, like, you know, you get to that stage, you know, I don't really care. I know he likes me enough or whatever. But, um, but yeah, um, well, yeah, with this guy, I just I slept really well. But, which was nice. It was really nice. But I know with um, the guy who's offered me to go to the hotel tonight, I'm not going to sleep well because we've never slept in the same bed together. We've stayed up all night together, you know, drinking and whatnot, but we've never, we've never slept together. So I'm not going to get any sleep and I'm probably going to show off and drink too much and after all of this wholesomeness, going to work in a mess. I mean, that would be dumb, wouldn't it? That would be dumb. Sunday night temptations, do you need it? The devil, you are a naughty little fucker. <laughs> you really are. I think it's because I'm going to be able to progress so far that depending on how much ambition you've got or what you want to do, if you're trying to stay away from the dark side, and by the dark side I mean alcohol, drugs, partying, uh, sex... All of those things. Not saying any of those things in their own rights are bad, but when you've got other goals in mind and you need to work towards those, those things are going to uh, steer you off track. That's, that's, you know, that is how it is, whether we like these things or not. And I always want to defend the party and I love the party and all of that and dancing and, and all of that. But if you're someone like me and with one comes all the rest, then let's be realistic. You need to keep those at bay when you're trying to progress. And that's what I'm trying to do at the moment. I want to make money and I want to make myself something, someone. I want to do things that that aren't just that. I want my life to be more than just looking forward to the weekend. Um, I've, that's been my life for so long. And then there was other factors um, that got in the way of my progression. Relationships, you know, long-term relationship that I was in. It wasn't his fault that he was holding me back because I'm a, I'm a grown woman and I could do things. But when you're kind of like in somebody else's company, you you want them to be happy too and you do things together. And sometimes the things that you want to do, you need to be on your own to get yourself in that headset. 
like with this podcast, like with just being on your own for a bit and reflecting opens up your creativity. I don't think we're our best creatively when we're around others, um, unless we're bouncing off each other. When it comes to certain avenues that you want to go into, you need a bit of time to reflect, especially with writing and, and this. For me, anyway, everyone's different. But for me, that's holding me back because the TV would be on as well. And in couples, um, in relationships as a couple, you can very easily fall into the trap of your nights and your weekends being watching TV and cooking dinner and then that again and again and again and again and again. That's not always a bad thing, but that wasn't for me. Because there's other things that I want to do and and my mantra is that, you know, how am I going to feel on my deathbed? You know, what would you regret? Um, and I don't want to plod along. I don't want to watch TV every night. There's sometimes I'm such a lazy fucker and all I do is sit about and watch trash TV on my laptop and, and I get nothing done. You know, of course. But I need to turn this TV off. Like, I turned it off all day yesterday. And I feel so much better for it. I just want everybody to think about that and think, what's holding you back? Is there something holding you back? We all know when it is. And sometimes it's not something we necessarily want to get rid of or we don't even necessarily want to admit it. Because it could be a friend, it could be a boyfriend, it could be a family member, it could be anything. That doesn't mean you want to be hurtful and drop someone, but at the same time, if you don't think of yourself, no one else is going to benefit from your company anyway because you're never going to be the best you. And you might resent the fact that you've not progressed in the way that you want to. And this doesn't mean, oh, like a business or um, a career path. It could be anything. I think we all have a, a talent, something that we really enjoy that isn't, even our main job, like our, our main income, um, or, or sport, or just, you know, it doesn't have to be going to the gym in my career. I mean, something else, like, it takes ages to figure out what that is. For some people, it doesn't. They, they know straight away. But for me, it's taken a long time. And now I know. I want to reach out to people. I want to help people when they're down. I want to be able to just be open and honest. And I think that's something that could benefit everybody if we was just all able to be honest without judgment. Because there's not many friends that you have where you can literally tell all of the truths. So like say you've done something a bit naughty or a bit embarrassing, or a bit slutty, or a bit silly, and you know that it is, but you think about who you're going to tell, and even sometimes that one person that you do tell you withhold some of the truths. Now, I'm very lucky because I, I don't actually believe in luck, so can I just take that back? I'm very blessed because I now have what I asked the universe for, and that was women in my life that that truly get me, that understand me for who I am. Because I didn't have that up until, you know, two, two three years ago. I had one good friend who's still a good friend now who was always there, but she was um, for a long period just busy with other things. So we wasn't as close. We didn't see each other so often. But in the last two, three years, 
um, we've gotten really close and some new girls have come into my life that are just absolute angels. So I've got a really, really strong, perfect network of, of girls. And what I mean by that when I say perfect is that not only do we love having fun together and have an absolute riot when we do, they're, they're all intelligent girls. They, they work hard, says so that factor of it. And they are non-judgmental. So I can have whatever weekend I'll have. You know, it can be wild, it can be nutty, it can be borderline insane. Um, and I can tell them. And there's no funny looks. There's no, oh, right, and then, you know, they're going to go and gossip to somebody else about it. Complete and utter understanding. And that's just the most beautiful feeling. And that's what I want people to be able to do here. You know, I don't expect anybody to to want to disclose who they are because, you know, it's something that we just don't want people knowing. You do, we're all going to get judged um, by others, but I believe in, in non-judgment and it's one of the most fantastic things. When you find a, a friendship or you find someone who 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 doesn't do that, it's, it's just wonderful. And then you're able to be honest and put that out there. I, I believe that even the judgmental people probably have done some massively crazy weird things. Or even they haven't and they're just actually a bit envious that some people do. And, th and that's true. I don't want that to sound ridiculous, but... I mean, because it sounds like, why would someone be envious of someone doing something crazy? But... Some people don't have the the confidence or the balls to do things like that. But actually, deep down, part of them, there's a wild child in everybody, kind of wishes they could maybe be a bit more promiscuous or, or you know, go to a wild party and dance all night and, and talk shit to strangers. Not everybody has that in them. But I think sometimes when those people judge, they kind of wish they did. Possibly. Either that or they just really, you know... They've just always been judgmental and they, they can't expand their minds a bit more. I mean, everyone's different. I get that. But I just don't hold judgmental people in my circle. No way. As, as soon as I get judgment, I, I can't really pursue that relationship. Because I don't believe in it. Uh, unless somebody's done something wrong to you. I mean, if someone's sleeping with your boyfriend, yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna like that. If somebody is being disloyal, um, if somebody's being deceitful or hateful or horrible or, I mean, yeah, you're going to judge bad behaviour, uh, of course, but when I'm talking about judgement, I mean judgement for you doing something that would only ever harm you. Um, there's no need for someone to judge that, just understand and be there and talk about it. Um, I don't think anybody's a a better person because they managed to not sleep with that guy or not have those drinks or not pop that pill or not go to that party. Don't get on your high horse and look down at others. Because none of those things make somebody a bad person. I don't understand why women do that. I mean, um, I'm sure men do it too. There's judgmental men out there, of course. But what really gets my go is when women do it to other women, what is your problem? Like, let's all ask ourselves, like, when I find myself being hateful or envious or something towards a girl, I ask myself why. Is it because I'm jealous of her looks? Is it because I'm jealous of, of what she's got? 
if she's not being, um, if she's not being a horrible person, then why am I doing it? And I think everybody who judges somebody should ask themselves that question. And if they've got a valid answer, fair dues. But if you don't, even for themselves, like, you know, whatever, everyone else is going to get on with it. They're going to be just fine with you judging them in the end. It doesn't matter. But ask yourself why you're doing it. Why are you judging that person? Because maybe you'll find something out about yourself. I know that I did. Um, years ago, I used to be really funny about uh, lads mags just because I, I live with guys, you know, boyfriends that I had. They'd all talk about uh, the women in the lads mags and... Um, in such a way that it would make me feel really inadequate. And I hated it. And I was only young. I was around, I don't know, about 16, 17, maybe eight, even up to 18, 19. And it made me feel really low. And you don't show it, you don't say anything, because it's embarrassing. But I remember feeling really shit inside. And then, you know, you're trying to... Um, you're judging yourself based on, on these people, like these models and stuff. And that doesn't mean that you should ever be hateful towards those girls. If anything, it should be towards the men saying it. Because I've never sat around with a group of girls, with a guy there, who you're dating, or your pal even, even, even a male friend. You say the odd thing, oh, I fancy this guy, I fancy that guy. But I've never sat there and talked about naked men and how much I desire them or how much I fancy them, how much I want to do this, that and the other to them with a group of girls in front of a guy that I'm with. Never. <laughs> never. It's so disrespectful. And not in a possessive way. I get that um, there come stages when we can say these things in jest and it's a bit of banter and both sexes can do that. Um, some people would call that being sensitive. But I think that it's being insensitive, especially when there's a girl that clearly might feel inadequate from you saying those things. I mean, some girls like are, are really insecure about their bodies anyway. So for guys to sit there having these conversations in your presence is, is just a little bit tacky, you know. Um, by all means, talk about it with the lads, but don't sit there saying it in front of your missus. It just makes you a bit of a cock, really. And I always think, um, girls, when if a guy does that, just don't say anything. Don't don't embarrass yourself, right? No, you should feel embarrassed, but in front of the guys, they're only going to snap back at you, and um, it's not worth it. So don't say anything. Just hold it. And then when there comes an opportunity when you're with your girls, just do it back. Not for games or nothing like that, but just to see the reaction, because it interests me. Um, when you start doing that, oh God, oh, they hate it. Because why wouldn't they hate it? Who wouldn't? It's it's just not pleasant, is it? There's nothing wrong with talking about, you know, the, the opposite sex with someone you're dating or, um, or your boyfriend. If you're comfortable and they know you're comfortable and you say things in a certain way. I mean, you wouldn't sit there saying, oh, he's dick, you know, like a load of girls talking about some dude's dick. I mean, men would crumble. They'd hate it. That that I'm sure of. I really am. Um, I don't even know why I got onto that subject. To be honest, I'm I'm rambling on now. But anyway, I am going to be checking in every day with a new subject, um, and I want anyone who's got any thoughts on the subjects that I talk about to email promiseradio at gmail dot com. And I'm going to leave you guys to it on this Sunday evening. I'm going to avoid my temptation. 
Oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I might just have to turn my phone off and get in the bath. Maybe put some jazz music on. I mean, now a lot of... I've been cyber all weekend and now I really fancy a glass of red. Shit. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to end this weekend strong. But yes, um, it's going to be tough. I'm going to do it. Anyway, have a beautiful Sunday evening, y'all.